Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Hold on one second. Good evening. Take it away, Dustin. <laughs> hey, what's going on? I'd like to, uh, first off, thanks to those who are tuning in live. We hope that you're strapping in for a, probably about an hour, if I'm honest, maybe a little more. Ryan and I like to get verbose here of uh, recaps of week 14 of the NFL season. As usual, I'd like to thank Annabelle, again, I christened her uh, the woman in our introduction graphic that Ryan works so hard on. Uh, I'd like to thank Annabelle once again for that classic introduction. And uh, we hope that you're in the holiday spirit because Ryan and I, we certainly are. The football's getting real and Christmas is a week from Sunday for those of you who celebrate. So that's a yeah. mind-blowing fact. I've still got to finish up some shopping. I got my yep. cards in the mail. Little behind the eight ball, but also the eight ball is moving. I don't know. It's a weird combo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to uh, give one of my cats an attitude adjustment. So, oh <laughs> so, man, so that's why I said take over for a second, ma'am. Yeah, ma'am, I, ma'am. I vamped a little bit. I, I'm rusty though. I, I haven't uh, had to take hosting duties in any form since about 2015. Oh, so that was gosh. a wild ride. <laughs> well, well. anyway, folks, welcome to No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. Presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. The man to my right is Dustin Henry. I'm Ryan McCarthy. We are your hosts, and we're excited to talk about week 14 in the NFL because there's a lot going on. But before we do that, of course, as always, I have to plug our 
social channels, which is which are right down here. If you're watching live, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at NoCredsREQ, Facebook.com forward slash NoCredsREQ, on YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash at NoCredsREQ. If you're watching on either YouTube or Facebook right now, smash that like button. <laughs> yeah. Smash it hard. Oh, I, no, no, sorry. Be gentle. It's the holiday season. <laughs> Be gentle when you're smashing. Smash responsibly. Smash responsibly. Also on YouTube, hit that bell so you'll get notified Ooh. when we go live, right? Absolutely, absolutely. That's a good reminder, Dustin. I appreciate <laughs> this. Is, this is why you're here. I would totally <laughs> I can't, you know, I can't uh, take, you know, I might not be the point guard, but every once in a while, you pass me the ball, I'll I'll take a shot. You're, you're the Pippin to my Jordan, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so to speak, so to speak. Or the Ari Curry to my Gretzky, I don't know. All or right. you're the Gretzky to my Curry. I, I'm Curry. I don't, I don't know. know. Hey. <laughs> on the audio side, if you are on the audio, listening on the audio side, you can find our home base at Spreaker, but you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you podcast, you can find us there. Give us a give us a like, actually give us a subscription, subscribe to the podcast, and also rate and review. Five-star rating is also always preferred. If you leave a review, I might even read it on the air. One quick thing we have to advertise before we get into things. We need to let you know about our Christmas giveaway. Last week, uh, we kind of alluded to it. I, I wouldn't. I would say, uh, but we didn't really. We didn't give. Uh, didn't want to give details until we actually had it set in stone before we agreed that we we're going to do this. So let me just show you the graphic. I will uh, take us out of the picture real quick. This moon form, that entire thing is just completely moot. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> I uh, I was uh, like, oh boy! But they got day. they got time to read it. They got time to read it, so that's okay. a good thing. They, so basically, you could see, you could see it, but uh, yeah. you couldn't hear the spiel. So if you want to, if you want to go over that again, all right, hey, let this me is go live, through. folks. This is live. This is live. This is live, and this is uh, uh, this is in, this is yeah. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> so again, we're trying to get to 200 subscribers by the end of the calendar year, which is December 31st. We're at 150. We're at 150. Ooh, man, we're close. We are we are 50 subscribers away with 18 days left in the calendar year. So, folks, we want to do a big favor and give away a gift card to one of our sponsor, uh, one of our affiliates. Which is Invader Coffee? Which is Invader Coffee? Fifty dollar gift card. They give a great, make great coffee. Dustin and I can both attest to it. Here's oh, yeah. what you're going to do. What you're going to do is go to our YouTube page, which is right down below at No Creds REQ. You're gonna you're gonna subscribe, and whether it's going to be on your your desktop, your laptop, your mobile device, you're going to take a screen. You're going to subscribe. Take a screen capture that you've subscribed. Gonna go to our social media channels again below Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, whichever. Tag us, and you'll be entered for a fifty dollars gift card to Invader Coffee. So the last day to get your entry in is on December twenty sixth at eleven fifty nine p.m. Eastern time. And what we'll do on the on the twenty seventh on the live stream on the twenty seventh, we will make our we will. What we'll do is uh, is we'll gather up the names and we'll draw one lucky winner and you will get yourself a $50 gift card to Invader Coffee. 
Oh, man, I'm looking forward to that already. It'll be a nice little uh, surprise after Christmas, after everything has settled down. We'll get to, we'll get a little uh, more holiday excitement and cheer. Am I going to create a bunch of alt accounts and, and subscribe? Who knows? Who knows? Hey, if you're, if you're a winner, you're a winner. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, if you're already subscribed, you can enter too. So I just want to give that caveat. If awesome. you're already subscribed to the channel, you are more than welcome to show us the proof. We'll put you in the hat or the um, bowl and we'll draw your, if we draw your name, you might win yourself a $50 gift card to Invader Coffee. That's awesome. That's awesome. I just ordered a box myself because you were talking about the holiday coffees last week, some of the varieties. And I said, I got to try that snickerdoodle. So it's on the way. <laughs> All right. So let's get to it. Let's go let's get to uh, the NFL and our uh, our usual rigmarole, but with a twist because it's week 14 and week 14, we've got five weeks left in the year, uh, including this past week. It's mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing. I can't believe it's week 14 already. The, the year has gone by so fast. It's crazy. It's crazy. For, most, for, most, for those of you out there that play fantasy, for most of leagues, the playoffs start like next week. It, it's crazy. I, I, also, I, I do want to congratulate you on, on beating, the, beating my ass last week, this past weekend, uh, fantasy football in the GNO League. Yeah, my team's just it. been up and down this year. I don't know what's going on. Mine has too, because I think I'm like 500. So I've been up, I've been down. It's, I don't know. It's a weird year in the NFL as far as fantasy and just some other stuff going on. It's been entertaining, but I wasn't going to bring that up. I was, you know. That's okay. I figure. Well, I wanted to congratulate you. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be me as a gentleman to do that. So yes, you are a gentleman and a scholar, and the chemical toilet salutes you. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Florida Seminole Vesicles are currently last place in the GNO League. Oh, no. But wow. that being said, let's move on to the week 14 in the NFL, a pretty topsy turvy week uh, in the NFL. Uh, we're going to start with our biggest upset. Dustin, I have a feeling that we are of the same mind yes. uh, on this. So, what was your biggest upset this week in the NFL? Well, in my, in my non-expert opinion, there's really only one pick on the slate this week for the biggest upset, although the Dallas Cowboys had everybody's hearts beaten a little a little faster. Uh, but I would say the, the biggest upset is definitely the Jacksonville Jaguars drubbing the Tennessee Titans, drubbing them. And uh, it's Derrick Henry was – the Titans were doing well in the first half. Derrick Henry was crushing it in the first half. He had yeah. everything. He had everything going, and it looked like okay, the Titans are going to lean on Derrick Henry. It's going to be a close game, but they're going to pull this one out. And in the second half, I don't know what happened. It seemed like the wheels came off. Um, the Titans had some turnovers. It's just uh, Coach Rabel. He said he said we were not able to hang on to the ball in the second half, and it killed us. So, yeah. And the biggest fact, the biggest factor was that the Jacksonville Jaguars held Derrick Henry to a number of yards that can count on one finger. Two. And that Two was in the second half. Rushing right? yards yeah. in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. When what he had over a hundred. What, yeah, what adjustment. It's crazy. And not, not only that, but Trevor Lawrence balled out. 
absolutely balled out. Probably had the best game of his career in this game. I mean, other other than the 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 win against the Titans a couple weeks ago, or the Titans, the the the, the Ravens, Ravens a couple weeks yeah. ago. This is probably his best game uh, to put on his resume. His very abridged resume as an NFL quarterback. And when you listen to these stats and you think, "Oh my goodness, that's a that's a that's a that's a, if you say these fat if you say these stats." And you gotta wonder, okay, which quarter? If I tell you, ask you who, which quarterback this was, you'd probably say Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Patrick Mahomes. No, these stats are crazy. Thirty of forty-two, three hundred sixty-eight yards, three passing touchdowns, uh, including a couple to Evan Ingram, which oh, his man. career has been rejuvenated by this game. Yeah, and he also had three rushes for seven yards and a touchdown. And this is against a, a, a Titans defense, which is not great, but they're good they're yeah good, they're, they're, good, not, they're not great yeah they're not uh let's see i'm trying to think of a defense that just hasn't just as like a, a revolving door oh my my seahawks how about it now we'll get to that <laughs> later in the show um but yeah the titans are not like you said they're not an elite defense but they're not uh, a bottom feeding defense by any means either so no and and this win by the jaguars puts them a game and a half behind the tennessee titans for that for the AFC South division lead. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It, uh, that division, it just, it's going to come down to those two teams because the Texans, they are woefully, you know, they, they put up a good fight each week, but they are some weeks, I'd say, but they are, they're just, they're going for the first pick in the draft. And the Colts, no shot, much no. like we thought earlier in the year. Um, to their credit, slightly, I think Jeff Saturday has had them playing better than they were. But this is this is the Jags and Titans division. And um, just by the eye test, if you had asked me in the beginning of the year, I would have given you the Titans all the way. You know? But yeah. you can't argue with what the Jags are doing. Now, they're still in the hunt. And if this young team continues to mature – then they could be a problem. They could be a problem for the for the AFC South. Yeah, and my math sucks. It's, they have a two game. They're only down uh, two games. Oh, in, okay. In division two games because okay. Titans are seven and six. Uh, Jaguars are five and eight. So right. with five game f- four games to go. Now this is the schedule for Jacksonville for the rest of the season. Uh, they got the cow. They're they're they host the Cowboys next week. That's going to be a tough game. That's going to be an interesting game to watch. Yes, yes. I'm looking forward to that one. And then on Thursday night, they're at New York. They're they're at MetLife Stadium taking on my New York York Jets. And then they're at the Texans. And then they finish up the year at home against the Titans. Mm. So if they win at least three games... You could say that if they win two out of those three games and the Titans lose two out of those three games, the AFC South could be decided on the last week of the year. Oh, man, I'm kind of hoping for that because I want yeah, I want some stakes for that game. That would be great. <laughs> and this is a this is the Titans schedule. They're at the Chargers uh, on Sunday afternoon. They are they host the Texans. They're they host the Cowboys. Okay, and then again they wrap up the year in Jacksonville, I, and I don't know if if 
the Titans record in Jacksonville. Uh, the Titans record in Jacksonville is as bad as the Colts record. In oh Jacksonville yeah. Has been the last couple of seasons. It's been the last decade. But again, this 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 division could come down to the last game of the year. It, and and breaking down those schedules, I think it really there's a shot that it could because I I want to say first instinct, give me the Chargers against the Titans um, next week. I I, yeah. I would say the Chargers. Justin uh, Justin Herbert looks healthier than he had than he has, and it looks like and they finally got Mike Williams back. They got Keenan Allen back. That Austin Eckler's always tough. He's one of the best players in football um, at his position. So that could that's going to be a tough game for the Titans, I think. And then yeah. uh, you know it'll be interesting to see how the year wraps up. Absolutely, absolutely, and. Uh, this Jaguars team is starting to come alive, and who knew that Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence would have would be kind of a would start to become a magical combination. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, especially during the last part of the season. Because if uh, look at the schedule here for the Jaguars, uh, in their last five, they're three and two. They beat the Raiders, and uh, they beat the Raiders. They beat the Ravens. That mm-hmm. comeback win, you kind of start to feel things coming together. They only lost to the Chiefs by ten. Yeah, that's a surprising. They hung with them in that game. Yeah, and 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 that's one of those those tough games to call because I don't know if it's more of an indictment of the Jags starting to gel. I think that I think that's part of it. The Jags are starting to figure things out, but I also think there's a couple there's a couple dents in the armor for the Chiefs this year. They are not the impervious juggernaut that they've been in previous years. No, no, they're not. They're not. That's for, that's for sure. And the, the the previous week against the Lions was a come to Jesus moment. They got absolutely destroyed by the Lions. But then they come back and they go to they travel to Tennessee and they travel to Nashville and they beat the Titans in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And so that sets up the last four weeks of the year. I just have a feeling you're going to see an eight and nine Jaguars team take on a nine and eight Titans team in Jacksonville, and that game will decide the division on January eighth. Oh man, if you predict that, I will take my hat off to you again, sir, because you predicted the snow is on the ground. You said it would change very soon last week, and here we are. (laughs) And if you predict this Jags-Titans game coming down to the wire on the last day of the season, I'm going to be a little afraid. You know, I'm not going to want you to say certain things, you know, (laughs) because it might happen. I don't know. (laughs) We have to use this power for good. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, with great power comes comes great responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're going to move on to our next segment, the biggest disappointment. Uh, Dustin, I got myself a biggest. I got myself a pretty big disappointment right now, and that would be the Buccaneers not showing up against the 49ers. Wow. People could say, and this is it. Was funny is that Tom Brady has had some. He's had a wide range of accomplishments. Let's give it to him. Let's yes. give it to him. I mean, some people will argue he's the greatest of all time, and some people will say, "Well, he's great, but he's not the greatest." I'm I'm in that second part of the band. I'm I'm not second part of the, of the of the wagon, where just because you've been here the longest doesn't mean you're the greatest. Mm-hmm. And yes, mm-hmm. statistically you're the greatest, but you've been here the longest. Yeah. So, yeah. but he goes in the, he goes into San Francisco where he grew up uh he grew up in san francisco he went to the 1981 nfc championship game 
I uh, saw the 49ers beat the beat the Cowboys in that game, and then they would go on to win their first super, first of five Super Bowls. Um, what was it for? I can't remember. Let's see. 49ers Let's Super see. Bowls. Five. It's it is five. Okay. okay. Yep. So Super Bowl twenty nine was their was their uh it was Super Bowl twenty nine was their last one. I can't again. My memory shot today. Uh but you, you figured Tom Brady's coming home, coming home to North Northern California. He's gonna have a, he's gonna keep this Buccaneers team uh within striking distance of the 49ers. And right now the 49ers are I would dare say they're in wagon status. That defense oh. just absolutely oh. harassed Tom Brady all game long. They forced two interceptions out of him. I think they had a third turnover, and they made his they made his life miserable. Now, granted, he has a very leaky offensive line uh, yes. compared to years past. Yes, but this 49ers, uh, the, the the fact that they didn't show up and Todd Bowles looked overwhelmed. This offense looked overwhelmed. This defense was nowhere to be seen. That I, I expected a better game out of, the, out of the Buccaneers, so that's my biggest disappointment for the week. And there was, there was an interesting picture, interesting photo of uh, one of San Francisco's linebackers, Al Zakir, Zakir uh, having his neck right here on Tom Brady. And I just said, and I and I actually, I think uh, it was a Robert Griffin the Third said, caption this photo. So I wrote, uh, I'm going to tell my kids was this Undertaker and John Cena. <laughs> John Cena. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that. It made me chuckle. Um, and how about, and I forget the player who it was, but how about the the set on the player that has Tom Brady sign the ball that he picked yep. off? <laughs> that's yep. that's that's a that's a baller move right there. And hey, you got to tip your hat to uh, Tom for doing it too. A lot of players might have said, hey, "Hey, I'm not I'm not signing that," but he he did. You know, he took it. Um, yeah, Dre Greenlaw, Dre Greenlaw, yeah, yeah. <laughs> had the had the interception. And he uh, he went over to uh, to Brady and, had him, and had him sign the ball. Yeah. Actually, it's funny he mentioned it on his podcast the next day. Uh, with Jim Grace is it was. Let's see what you say. Says, I'm happy he's got the ball. I wish I didn't throw it, but I'm trying to be a good sport because a lot of times I'm not a good sport. I can be a pretty bad sport. And the moment when they get me in the right frame of mind, I'm actually a good sport. So apparently, oh, there we go. Even though this was complete, complete laugher of a game, uh, he was still in a uh, he was still in a, a decent mood. To, yeah, uh, do that for great to for Dre Greenlaw. So good for Tom Brady for doing that. Yeah, and I will say, I will say, I have a slight tinge of, I don't know. I, there, there's a part of me that wishes that Tom Brady had just stayed retired because then, then everyone would remember him for what he was. And man, he could have probably still played two years, but. I'll tell you, maybe Tom Brady can still play well with the right tools around him, but I he's he's not what he was, in my opinion. And honestly, it's more than understandable. I mean, he's what, 45 years old? Yeah, and we're we're actually we actually share the same month and the same year. We're actually we're actually separated by 17 days. He was 17 days before me. Yeah. <laughs> so he's 40, he is 45. So he's doing absolutely fine, but it's still this this is kind of 
it looks like he might have hung on just a touch too long. And who knows? He could come back next year. There, there are people who are already saying, oh, he's going to go to the 49ers because they don't have – no, I – None of that. I think he's going to hang it up this year. I, th- I think this is, I think this has been a tough year for him for a lot of reasons. And and this Bucks team, they look they look older, they look slower, and like you said, they they seem overwhelmed. I kind of would like to see him play at least one game, and that game would be the game that they wear their old creamsicle uniforms with the the old school buccaneer on the helmet (laughs) i mean come on yeah you gotta love those i am ecstatic as a seahawks fan they are finally they're gonna do the old jerseys next year in a a few games so those silver helmets will be back um i do love the seahawks new uniforms I say new, they've had them for a while now. And I am one of the few that liked the early 2000s uniforms that they switched to when they joined the NFC from the AFC. But there's a small part of me that I do get nostalgic when I see those old blue blue uniforms with the silver helmets, the silver pants. I like them. Yeah. So, Dustin, what was your biggest disappointment for the week? Well... You know, it's kind of like I almost segued right into it with my bit about the Seahawks uniforms there because (laughs) my Seattle Seahawks are my biggest disappointment for the week, specifically the defense and one Geno Smith. Now, you can't argue. Geno has been one of the feel-good stories of this season. I've enjoyed watching him play. I've enjoyed watching him prove a lot of people, including myself, wrong. But in this game, he was not crisp. He threw two interceptions, almost had a third. Um, it was a third where uh, he was he was picked in the end zone, and it was determined that that um, they came down in ba- or out of bounds with it. So yeah. uh, I believe it was C.J. Horn. I think almost C.J. Horn. That would have been a, would have been a second. Yeah. Yeah. He almost picked him off twice, and he, he just they looked out of sorts. But it's not all Geno's fault. I've got to put it on the defense as well. Um, a lot of a lot has been made about the improvements that the defense had for that stretch, and it seems to me that they've regressed. They can't stop anybody. You're letting teams. You let the Bucks, who had before that game looked anemic, you let the Bucks score on you so that the offense has to play from, from behind and try to score uh, the whole time. The, the Bucks look like an efficient offense, and we know that they are not this year. And then you have this Carolina Panthers team, which, hey, props to them. Steve Wilkes has got them playing, and he's got them buying in after a tumultuous start to begin the year. They ship out Robbie Anderson. Baker Mayfield doesn't work. Side note, the mustache is not the look for Sam Darnold. Not at all. Have you seen <laughs> Have you seen this mustache? It's bad. It's bad. Is he Is he trying to look like the brawny man? <laughs> I don't know. You got to look it up. It's not. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm just disappointed in the defense, and and it's not like we don't have Quandre Diggs still a heck of a player, um, and I really am going to enjoy watching Tariq Woolen play for years to come. There are some people that argue that stat wise he should be the defensive player rookie of the year. It's not going to be him. I think it'll be Sauce Gardner, um, but. He has played very well, but they're not getting pressure on the quarterback. They're just not – it's, 
they're putting too much on the offense. And I was always fearful that Gino was going to turn back into a pumpkin. And it seems to some degree he has. Uh, he did throw three touchdown passes. Tyler Lockett is an absolute beast. I've, I've loved Tyler Lockett, still do. But the Seahawks, here's the stat that got me the most. I couldn't believe it when old Scott Hansen, I think it was, on Red Zone men- mentioned it, or maybe I saw it on ESPN somewhere else. The Seahawks are 7-2 and two in all games except when they play the NFC South. Now, we've gone over the NFC South this year at length. What a division it is, What how terrible it is, who's going to win this division. The Seattle Seahawks are 0-4 against the NFC South. The Falcons beat them late. The, the, they lost to the Bucks in Germany. They lost to the New Orleans Saints in an offensive shootout where Taysom Hill inexplicably scored like four touchdowns that game. Yeah. And they lost to this Carolina Panthers team. Sorry, Seattle, you were my biggest disappointment. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that being said, we're actually going to take a quick trip over to the comment section, which is brought to you by InTheClutch.com. Great T-shirts, MLS, uh, Major League Baseball Association, uh, Players Association, and Major League Soccer Players Association endorsed. Buy yourself a nice T-shirt. I've got a couple in my in my uh, wardrobe, although one of those T-shirts may have to go uh, with a certain quarterback uh, becoming kind of irrelevant by the day. But we always, as always, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, we want to hear your comments during the show. So I'm going to play that beautiful, beautiful harp sound. Oh, yeah. Got to play it. So engage with us during the show. We've noticed we've got some people who have actually stopped by and uh, had given us some made some comments so far. The uh, Duke from the Divots and Pivot podcast. <laughs> he's noting he's uh, he's he's referring to the opening bumper. Uh, uh, yes, the, the the show us a uh, photo of me at your. Is that actually your, your sister's wedding? Uh, oh, okay. Because it was uh, it was a there's a wreath. Uh, on one of the windows and i was like oh it looks like one of those uh uh votive candles that you see uh saints praying oh yeah i decided to do that kind of that kind of picture just to goof things up (laughs) yeah i remember i always i remember that now i remember that now that's good drew willingham what's going on drew he says what's up fellas not much drew you're talking football tonight leduc says have a good show boys no, he also says, you. if you want to win the giveaway, you have to compete with me. So, hey. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mallard's in it to win it, my friends. Rod from the Rod Uncensored podcast is my Patriots are going to make the playoffs. I'm not going to even dignify that with a response. <laughs> and Andrew LeDuc says, my Patriots, too. So painful to watch that offense this year. Yeah, um, not exactly what he not exactly great when you have three men trying to call the offensive plays. Yeah. And the last comment we have so far, Steven Reichel from the from the Combat Deviants podcast and live show. He says official it's official. Jalen Hurts is the league MVP to this point. He makes a great point. I think this game against the Giants this past week where they absolutely just clean the floor with them. Yes. Yes. That I- game, I think, solidified his MVP status. Yeah, 
they are the best looking team in the NFL this year. There's a lot of people that think Pat, Patrick Mahomes is MVP, but I he's had some games where he looks, you know, and I get it. Patrick Mahomes to his own, he's a victim of his own standards uh, somewhat. Um, but it also, I mean, they let the Broncos come back and make a game of yeah, that. Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> That, so there's there's definitely Patrick Mahomes can't do everything, whereas Jalen Hurts, he just seems to have everything clicking this year. And the Eagles, credit to the Eagles uh, front office, they put the right weapons around him, and they're finally using Miles Sanders. I remember at the beginning of the year, I'm like, they never use Miles Sanders. I don't understand what the deal is, but now they are. They've got a run game. They've got everything going. They pulled. I feel like they pulled some of the starters out of that game early in the fourth quarter. I mean, they, the Eagles are humming on all cylinders, and Hurts is a huge reason why. Yep. Yep, I totally agree. Now we're going to move on to our next segment, which is the most notable performance. Dustin, I got to take care of one of my cats who's being Kenny Wumpus, so you take oh, it away. All right. Yeah, I will – I will uh, – I will lead this one. The most notable performance for me is telling you he's looking pretty. Brock Purdy of the San Francisco 49ers. Now, some people could argue, oh, the 49ers, this quarterback, he's buoyed by a great defense, a great run game. He's got he's got weapons around him. And that is all true. But his his performance in this game was unbelievable. I was surprised at, you know, he threw, there was some stuff coming out of 49ers um, practice saying, hey, we're really high on Brock Purdy. And after seeing it, you could tell why. He had an 134 passer rating for this game. He completed 76% of his passes. He threw for only 185 pass yards, which is not a mind-blowing total but he had two tds and he also added a rush td that is not bad at all people people including myself said oh he's only going to be a game manager that's all he's going to have to do and the 185 yards is a low total i acknowledge that but he like i said he threw for two tds added a rush TD on the ground. He completed 76% of his passes against a Bucks defense which was not like like we talked about earlier. They are not an also ran on defense. The Bucks can play some defense now. And to have this rookie quarterback come out, he really showed me something and the way the 49ers have been talking about him it you, you thought that maybe they're just trying to pump their guy up, but it seems just watching it to my eye, and I'm not a person who breaks down film. I don't know a ton about quarterback play, but he just looked like he had command of the pocket. He had command of the huddle. The game wasn't too big for him, and he just – he really surprised me this week. Yeah, yeah, and that, that performance – and you know what it helps is having good good personnel around you. Yes. Debo, Debo Samuel had a – it was carted off the field, but it turns out it's just a high ankle sprain he had. So it good news for 49ers fans. It looked, yeah. it looked worse than that, but uh, good news for 49ers fans. Um, he, I don't know how long his timetable is for coming back, but you know, having 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Ah, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. A great run defense, a great offensive plan against this four, against this Buccaneers defense. And uh, yeah, uh, he's, his dad was in the crowd. Through when he threw his first touchdown pass, he sees his dad in the crowd bawling, crying, just yeah. you know, saying how proud of his son he is. And he, no matter it's it's funny, no matter who is in the at quarterback for the 49ers, they're still gonna find a way to win. Yeah, and it's they, mostly because of that running attack. Yes, and it and and much like his father before him, Kyle Shanahan, he can just make a running game up here. It's like this mystical thing within the Shanahan family, because I mostly remember Mike Shanahan from his days coaching uh, the Denver Broncos and the Broncos always had a running game. It didn't matter who was in there. The biggest example of that, and I'm not saying he wasn't a great running back, but Clinton Portis parlayed massive rushing totals in his years as a Bronco into a big contract with the Washington Redskins or, or it was a trade, I think. It was a trade for Champ Bailey. That's what it was. And he was never the same runner in Washington. He did well, but not to the degree that he did in, in Denver. If your last name is Shanahan, you know how to make a running game happen. <laughs> I totally, yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. And I, I alluded to him earlier, but my biggest, my most notable performance was Trevor Lawrence in that Titans game. Again, the stats 30 of 42, 368 yards, three passing touchdowns, three rushes, seven yards, yeah. one touchdown. And what a monumental upset. And again, I think I think this Jaguars team is gonna surprise a lot of people down the stretch. Yeah. And yeah, he's gonna be a he's a big reason why. And actually, if you remember last week, if you if I, I know Dustin, you watch red zone just like I do. Yeah. You yeah. saw him against in that game against Detroit where he took a hit. Not necessarily a hit, but he was dragged down and it, it looked scary mm-hmm. for a bit. It looked very scary. Uh, his his knee kind of bent backwards. It was right before the half. And then you saw all of a sudden you see him walk out for the second half. And it didn't matter because they were still being destroyed by the, by the Lions. But 
for I think for him to come back really sparked his team, and they kind of know, hey, we've got a we've got a guy in our hands. He's going to be the guy going yeah. to, going forward for us. So, Trevor Lawrence and oh, speaking of which, there he is, the show of mascot. Cats, Speaking of cats, show mascot tag along who was being a little bit of a butthead before the show, but regardless, he's still yep, he's happy. He's, he's happy our guy. guy. He's our dude. Yeah. He's our dude. So before we go into the next two segments, I want to take a quick break. We're gonna have a word from one of our actually one of our main affiliates here at No Credentials Required. That's Invader Coffee. Stay tuned. Uh, you're watching and listening to No Credentials Required. This episode of No Credentials Required is brought to you by Invader Coffee. For the coffee lover who wants good, quality coffee with no bullshit and no filler, Invader Coffee is an ultra-premium, veteran-owned coffee company proudly delivering only the best coffee your hard-earned money can buy. They aim to only serve the highest quality organic air-roasted coffee beans sourced from free trade farms all over the world. They keep things simple. The best coffee at an affordable price in order to provide you with the value you deserve for your morning boost. 100% fair trade, 100% organic coffee beans, 100% air roasted, 100% money back guarantee. Visit invadercoffee.com, enter promo code bellyup at checkout, and receive 15% off your order. That's right, folks. 15% off your order using promo code bellyup. And again, use our link, which is in the description on our Facebook and YouTube streams. Help the show out and... Get yourself some great coffee and again, save yourself a little bit of money. Oh, yeah. And who was that uh, person they hired for the voiceover there? Very, very profesh. Very, uh, very good. I heard he's very good looking too. <laughs> he's very, and he's very single and very avail- available too. <laughs> so we're going to move on to most entertaining game. I'm going to lead off with this one. The most entertaining game in my mind was the Cowboys Texans uh, game. And just watching on again, we both have we both we, we both watch red zone NFL red zone every Sunday. Yes. Seven hours of commercial free football, which is a glorious thing. <laughs> uh, and I'm watching this. I'm watching highlights of this Cowboys Texans game, and I'm seeing what the Texans are doing, especially on defense. They're holding. They're they're causing turnovers. They're stopping the the Cowboys on fourth down. They're doing everything in their power just to frustrate. Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy, no relation, uh, and Dak Prescott, and just out almost, almost this they were this close, this close to pulling off one of the biggest ups, yeah. probably the big, actually the biggest upset of the 2022 season. Oh yeah, I was getting ready with my pen to write that down. It, it was it was close, <laughs> but it was entertaining in the in the in the sense that. Uh, for anybody who I wouldn't say is a cowboy hater, but just loves to see, uh, just loves to see the Cowboys fail, <laughs> um, especially in the face of those fanat not fans but fanatics, the fanatics of the people, the people uh, we dunk on. Um, the Titans gave them a heck of a game. The oh, Titans yeah. gave Titans took it to I know Lovey Smith. I, I wouldn't say love him or hate him. I think he's pretty universally loved when it comes to the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Or as a coach period, uh, unless you're a Chicago bears fan or university of Illinois fan, a football fan. <laughs> um, but he's the kind of guy you want to root for. Now I, I I'm hoping that the McNair family is smart, that they keep 
Lovey Smith around for the yes. for next season as well. You can't have two one year coaches two no. years in a row. No, you can't. You and can't I will. because that that just sets back your franchise even further. Yeah. Yeah, and I will continue to argue that David Coley should not have been let go after last year. I, I still don't understand, but I hope they stick with Lovey. I hope for everybody. I hope for his sake. I hope for his coaching staff's sake. I hope for the players because they, they've got to feel, hey, we just need like uh, a year where we have the same offensive scheme and defensive scheme for uh, a couple of seasons. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think the, the, the two things that the – Texans need the most. Uh, they need another wide receiver, and they need better protection up front. Uh, they can run the ball. Mm-hmm. They can run. They can. Yeah. They can certainly run the football. It's just a matter of really uh, just being a better pass protection team. Yep. But yep. if they get a couple of pieces, this team could be something in twenty twenty three. They could. Yeah, if they can get I mean, because they're going to have a high draft pick. No question about it. So it's just uh, they're probably going to have they the are first number overall. one according to according to Tickathon.com, They have the number one pick. Yeah. So and and I don't see that changing. I don't I don't see another team eclipsing them in their tankathon. But no, I it's it all matters what they do with it, I guess. So right now, according to tankathon.com, the draft order for the top 10 is this. You got Houston one, Seattle via Denver two. Oh, I'm thrilled about this. Yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> number three, the Bears. Number four, the Lions via the Rams. Number five, Philadelphia, Philadelphia via New Orleans. Now that's what? crazy. That's crazy. Just to get Chris Olave. Just they, to get Chris Olave. Yeah, they could. Philadelphia could Ugh. win the Super Bowl and then still have what was and it? Still top have five a pick? top, a possible top five pick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And number six, Arizona. Number seven, Indianapolis. Number eight, the Raiders. Number nine, Carolina. Or and number ten, Atlanta. Now here's the funny part. The funny part is, Carolina, Atlanta. And Tampa Bay could all switch spots because Atlanta's 10, Carolina's 9, Tampa Bay is projected at 19. This could change within the last four weeks of the year. Oh, man. Yes, it could. Especially with the NFC South being the way it is. And and, and again, who wants to win the NFC South? Who wants to win the AFC South? This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you've got South in your division name, it's been a weird, <laughs> been a weird year for you. Absolutely. And Jared joining in, Jared from the uh, one half of the Corner Booth podcast joining in. Love the background boys. Philly heisting the league. Howie Roseman, the mad genius. Yep. And uh, his Padawan learner, Joe Douglas, doing the exact same thing with the Jets. It's true. It is true. All right, Dustin. Who? Which? Which? Which game was your most entertaining game for this week? For me, and it's not so much because of the score. It's just because, in a weird way, I think I'm, I think I'm starting to kind of fall in love with the Lions a little bit. <laughs> this, this team has just become really fun to watch, and I hope that somehow they make the playoffs. D- Dan Campbell, I have no other way to say it. So, kids, if you're watching, cover your ears. Dan Campbell has brass balls. <laughs> Dan Campbell. <laughs> I mean, he's got to he's got to have trouble walking around with the set that he has on him because he went for a he called a fake punt. I think it was on like a fourth and twelve. The thing yep. goes for forty two yards. 
Yeah. It was unbelievable. And then a couple drives later, the Lions are driving down the field. He calls an offensive pass play to an eligible tackle to get yeah, the to, drive to Panay Sewell. Panay Sewell. He, he is <laughs> – he is playing with house money right now. You know that he's just having fun. It was great to see Jamison Williams get his first NFL touchdown and then take yep. a victory lap around the stadium. <laughs> I just – I am in for this Lions team, and this has been one of the greatest in my recent memory. This has been one of – I mean, their defense was woefully bad. I, I yeah. still remember the tr- the trackathon where DK had to be carted off the field. Neither defense could stop anybody – Points were going up and down the field. It was still one of the most entertaining games. And and, and, and you know why he had to be carted off the field? Yes. Because he had to poo. Yes. <laughs> he said, as he famously tweeted, he said that clinch walk wasn't gonna wasn't gonna make it. <laughs> but but the Lions defense don't look now. They have become a much more stalwart unit since that game. And they are playing with passion right now. They are playing with fire. And it was a division rival game, and because the Lions won that game, um, the, the the Vikings did not clinch clinch the NFC North yet. Russell Crowe once asked, "Are you not entertained?" And my answer is yes, Detroit Lions. I am thoroughly entertained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this is one game next week I'm genuinely scared about, but I. Yes. regarding my New York Jets, but I, I think it's a winnable game. It's just going to be very scary for a bit. And shameless plug, after this, hop over to the Belly Up Sports YouTube channel. I'll be on Motor City Realist talking this game with Mike, the uh, the one of the co-founders of Belly Up Sports, and Zach Mack, who's one of our Detroit enthusiasts. They'll have some bittersweet things to talk about with the Lions win and Cade Cunningham being out for the year uh, for the Detroit Pistons with, uh, I guess he had knee surgery or shin surgery. So Ooh. he's out for the year. Former number one pick, Cade Cunningham, unfortunately out for the year. All right, Dustin, we're going to conclude things. Actually, we're probably going to wrap up things a little bit early tonight. But before we do that, we want to give some love to one of our partners with Godzilla Media, and that would be Mohawk Honda. Folks, there's snow on the ground especially if in the capital district it's snow on the ground dustin can confirm i could put a camera i could put my camera outside there's <laughs> snow on the ground there's more snow coming that means you know what that means you need a vehicle that can handle the snow and you need to go to my folks our folks at friends at mohawk honda where you will be greeted with a smile and treated with respect and again the new inventory is ramping up with pilots passports Ridge lines, they all have all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive to get you through that snow. And remember, this is the best time to sell your vehicle. They buy cars, and in some cases, you may be able to sell it for more than you paid for it. It's just another advantage you get from the number one volume dealer in the capital region. And as always, Greg Johnson, General Manager Greg Johnson, and his team of sales consultants are always available to help you in the buying process. And Scott Moynihan's back at Mohawk, Mohawk Honda, bring his 30-plus years of automotive experience with him. Stop in. Welcome, Scott, home. You can also see my guy, Evan Zwalen. He got me into a 2016 HR, Honda HRV, which, hey, hey, it has all-wheel drive. Great for the snow. So, yes, the seasons change, but at Mohawk Honda on Freeman's Bridge Road in Scotia and online at MohawkHonda.com, we always go out of our way to please you. Our last segment for the day, for the night, it's going to be our hottest individual take of the week. Dustin, I'm going to have hand it over to you. 
right. What's your hottest individual take coming away from week 14? This one's a bit of a scorcher and it's a journey and, and a lot of people aren't going to agree with me, but here, here it's, it's my platform right now. Ryan's gracious enough to give that me, give that to me. So here we go. And maybe it's because I watched the um, episode of a football life of Marcus Allen, where Al Davis bafflingly did not like him. So he didn't, he didn't use him and he would refuse to run the ball or he always tried to replace him. I got a little bit of an opposite. There's the polar opposite going on in Dallas right now. My take is that the Dallas Cowboys continued insistence, probably at the behest of Jerry Jones, to rely on Zeke Elliott is going to come back to bite them in the playoffs. I had, I watched a sequence and Zeke has looked a little better as of late than he did to start the season. And they are including Tony Pollard more. And I just think he's the more electric runner. Um, But I saw a sequence of events where the Cowboys tried to use Zeke Elliott three consecutive times on the goal line to score. And the Texans stymied them. And one of them was a fourth down. They couldn't, they couldn't get it past the Texans. And it, it almost ended up costing the Cowboys that game. Now they did, they did manage to score late and pull it out, but mark my words it's the opposite of how Raiders owner Al Davis felt about Marcus Allen, rumored. Uh, Jerry Jones loves him, some Zeke Elliott, and gave him that massive contract. And I think part of it might be, and I'm, go- I'm going on a journey, part of it might be Jerry Jones does not want to admit that he made a mistake. So he will, he will implore the coaching staff and everybody else to use Zeke Elliott as much as possible, even as Tony Pollard is sitting there and like just to the eye test looks like the better running back. And this is not meant as a slight against Zeke, but mark my words, they are going to go to Zeke in a situation where they need to score and it will come back to bite them in the playoffs. I agree. I agree with that. And this newfound running this newfound revelation from Mike McCarthy again, no relation and Kellen Moore to start running the ball more, having a two headed and having a two headed running attack with Pollard and Zeke in the lineup. Yeah. It it paid off. It's paying Mm -hmm. off and Mm -hmm. they're not relying on Dak Prescott as much, but as you said, Dustin with this over reliance on Zeke, because you're paying him a lot of money, His, his cap hit is terrible. Yes. Terrible. And I'm going to look at spot track right now. I'm going to look at his contract, but Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun. So winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. 
yeah, you could be right. It's, this could come back to haunt, haunt them. It didn't so much last year. They were, their overall reliance on their overall reliance on Dak Prescott cost them mm-hmm. a a playoff game last year uh, when the 49ers uh, rudely knocked them out of the knocked them yeah. out of the playoffs in the, in the wild card round. And actually, if I'm looking at I'm looking at Spot Track right now, I'm looking at I'm looking at Zeke Elliott's contract. They actually have an out for in 2023 so after this season they have an out but it'll cost them 11.86 million dollars in dead cap wow Wow. yeah the buyout would be astronomical so if you're jerry jones and you're saying okay um i'm gonna be paying a guy who's gonna be 28 years old next year and running backs have a different shelf life in the NFL than they other do. positions do. Especially when you run the way that Zeke does. Nobody questions yeah. his toughness. He gets no. he gets up in there, he takes a bunch of hits, but that's a that's a harder style to run. That is a harder style to run. If you're Jerry Jones, you gotta be asking yourself, what am I gonna do at the end of this year? Am I going to keep paying Zeke Elliott 10? Am I gonna pay him 10 million? 10 this is his contract for the next four seasons. 10.9 million, 10 million, 15.4 million, 16.6 million dollars. And by tw- and by 2026, he'll be 31 years old. Mm. And for running again, running backs in the NFL age different than running than, than any other position in this league. They do. So, I think I think the the I think they're going to have to do one of two things. Are they going to have to let him go? And had that 11.86, 11.8 million dollar cap space, or they have to try to find a way to restructure his contract, so they could either keep additional parts or try to bring in free agents to be trying to make it palpable or, or palatable for free agents to be brought in for 2023. Yeah, because you yeah. got those the his contract and Dak Prescott's contract are the two biggest contracts on this team. They make up. Oh my gosh, I can't tell you how much. They go because Dex began what 10 million this year? Wait, 40, I'm so. sorry, 40 million. Oh man, yeah, that's no, it's uh a lot tied up in two players, and yeah. you know, and I and I saw today that they signed TY Hilton, so we'll have to see what he has left in the tank <laughs> <laughs> now. Yeah, Dak Prescott's getting 20 mil this year, and wow. yeah, it's. Having your having your salary cap wrapped up in two guys yeah. is is not tenable. No, not tenable I, in today's. And it'd be NFL. different. It'd be different if Zeke was twenty five years old, you know, or or yeah. twenty four, something like that. It it'd be a little a little better, but man, that's that's a lot of cheddar in in two mice. Tell you that. Now, <laughs> for my, yeah, that is for sure. Now, for my hottest individual take from this week. And Dustin, I'm going to do a callback. I'm going to do a callback before the season began. And I can, I can, and I, and I. Let me pick up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I uh, remember a certain uh, second chair uh, noting that the Carolina Panthers would be a wild card in this year's playoffs. I did. I did. But there, but, but there's a large caveat. I said that Baker Mayfield was going to come out with that few energy. That didn't work. <laughs> no, it did not. That came to back. That came back to backfire and hit them in the butt. Yeah. However, however, judging from this past week's game, 
where the where the Carolina Panthers ran for what over 200 yards of uh, ran for 200 yards in the ground. They did, and had had of all quarterbacks, Sam Donald mm-hmm. leading him to a victory. My hottest takeaway, individual take from this week: the Carolina Panthers are going to win the NFC South. I think it could happen. I think I I think I'll I'll put on my oven mitts and I will take this take out of the oven with you. This I agree. <laughs> because no, well, a somebody's got to win this division. Yeah. B, I'm looking at the schedule, and there are three winnable games on this schedule. Next week they're at home against the Steelers. I think it's a very winnable game against. Uh, I think this is a very winnable game. It's the, true. The Steelers defense is tough. I know, and. But you don't know what the status of Kenny Pickett is, yeah, because he was and, in concussion. He was in concussion protocol this past last week, and Mitch Trubisky is, well, he is he's Mitch Trubisky, yeah, yeah. But again, but again, I'm 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 looking at the Steelers defense, and they're they're always going to keep the Steelers in games. It was evident last week. It was evident the week before. Mm-hmm. They're going to keep them in games. But they've also played the Lions the next week. They actually host the Lions next week. So the two, next two games, Carolina's at home. They were home uh, back-to-back home games against the Steelers and against the Lions. Um, the Lions, it depends on what's going to happen next week against the Jets to see if they can keep up that momentum. Uh, but I think that's a, I think that is probably a game they lose. Now, the last two weeks of the year, they're at division opponents. They're at the Buccaneers, who we know is they are not the Buccaneers of two years ago. Heck, they're not even the Buccaneers team of last year. Yeah. That's a winnable game, and then they're at then they're at New Orleans in the in the season closer, season finale. They are at New Orleans. That is certainly a winnable game as well. Yeah. I think I see Carolina going three and one. They will finish atop the division at nine and nine, and they will host a playoff game. Oh, wow, wow! Keep pounding. A lot of those Panthers Keep fans, pounding. they they agree with you. Oh, and, I, to th- and to think Sam Donald, who was well, traded away for, I think, a fourth and a second. I mean, Joe Douglas absolutely fleeced, <laughs> absolutely fleeced the Panthers in this. Uh, and for that, when that trade, he could be a playoff quarterback. He might be. Nobody and, saw that coming. No, no. And you know what? For all that, a, a lot of people have said a lot of things about Sam Darnold. But you know what Sam Darnold has done in his, I think, was this his second start of the year? His second the, start of the, the year. His, he, the he start, his first start was last was uh, last week. He is relying on his stars. He is throwing the ball to DJ Moore a lot more. And you know what? <laughs> Pun intended. But when you get your best player involved like that, good things are going to happen, you know? And also yeah. maybe Sam Darnold, he's still a relatively young guy. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I can't remember his age, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's up there because he, he came out of college relatively early, didn't he? So yep, he is uh, 25 years old. Yeah. See, he, he still, Maybe he learned. Maybe, I mean, not to use an example, this example does not mean quite what it did um, in the beginning of the season, uh, but look at what happened with Gino. All of a sudden, Gino's playing and playing well, and maybe he learned a few things and is 
in his years around the league and getting to sit behind different guys. Maybe Sam Darnold is a similar similar situation. Maybe well, in a situation where the pressure's kind of off a little bit because Baker Baker got the starting job going in. Sam Darnold figured I'm just going to learn more, bide my time, and I'll be ready when my opportunity comes. Who knows? Well, the two things that the Panthers are doing that the Jets couldn't do with Sam Donald, A, they're protecting him better. B, they're working on it with the strengths, which is usually rolling out of the pocket on a play action. Mm-hmm. And C, they have a run game to support him. Yeah. They didn't have he that goes. in New York. No. At all. At all. So Sam Donald could be a playoff quarterback. Could have been that way with the Jets, but now it's the Panthers. And, and congratulations to him. You know, I was. I was the most hopeful Jets fan when they drafted Donald that he could be a great quarterback with the Jets. Unfortunately, it didn't turn out to be that way. And right now, Joe Douglas is kind of swinging and missing with Zach Wilson. We don't know what he's going to be. Yeah. But but now he's with Carolina and he's got his he and, and also he's healthy. No, yeah. Knock on wood. Yeah. But he's been kept off the he's been on the off the field for so long because of injuries that you know it you can't you can't play enough when you're hurt so mm-hmm. can't get the reps you can't get the reps now i'm looking at now we also got to come into uh, account that uh uh looking at Tampa Bay's schedule they're at home against the Bengals that's an l yeah for <laughs> sure i mean the Bengals are looking like they could represent the AFC in the Super Bowl right now so. They play Christmas night against the against the car. Oh my god! All right, so we're getting two coals in our stockings <laughs> on Christmas Day. First, you have the Broncos and the Rams. Oh man! And then you have the Panthers, the Buccaneers, and the Cardinals. Oh, no way! Predicted how bad these four teams would be no at the beginning of the year when they made these schedules. Yeah. Looking at these on paper at the beginning of the year, they're thinking, Oh, we got, we got some tasty matchups in here. Oh my God. And you know, you know, then, you know, if you try to ring me on Christmas day or whatever, I'm going to be asleep because it's the Broncos and I've fallen asleep during every single one of the Broncos primetime games. <laughs> well, I mean, the saving grace is Green Bay against Miami at one. So yeah, that should at be least we have that. that but but, oh. but anyway, so Tampa Bay has they're at home against the Bengals. That's an L. They're at the Cardinals. That's a W. Then they're they host the Panthers. I think that's an L. And then you got the Falcons, and they're at the Falcons. Which again is another team that could that could be in the AFC, the NFC yeah, South picture. They're still in the mix. And, and here's the thing: the the Buccaneers have already lost once to the Panthers this year. Yeah. So if Carolina sweeps the series, they both have they both have nine and nine records at the end of the year. Carolina's Carolina gets division. the tiebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. And we this got could another... be some spicy football over the next but, few weeks. My buddy Wazel Hefe joined the chat. Hey guys. Hey Wise. What's going on, bud? Thanks for joining us. I know credentials required. So, I, my Rangers pull off a nice victory last night. We're not going. We're not going to talk about that. Wise, uh, <laughs> no. Hats off to your Rangers. The Devils could have played better, and they're missing it. They're missing. They're missing Nathan Bastion right now. 
So, you know, hopefully at the hopefully after the NFL season ends, we can get into more hockey. Just Dustin, yeah. I know your your yeah. Oilers are uh, kind of uh, 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 let's see. I know my Devils are who the Devils are. They've lost. Unfortunately, they've they're they're winless in the last two. But look at the standings. Yeah, they're still uh, they, fourth got, place in the Pacific. Not too yeah. bad. Yeah, it was funny. I I saw something. I think it was uh, the New New Jersey Devils. They tweeted tweeted something first to 20 W's and then they had, they had their records circled and then they crossed out the Bruins in red and yeah. just said, don't look. <laughs> don't that look. was pretty, that was pretty funny. <laughs> they're, I gotta say though, even though they've been complete crap the last uh, decade, their social media team is they're on the ball, but this year, yeah. especially they're especially spicy this year because of the fact that they're doing so well. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that, that always helps. That always helps. Meanwhile, my Edmonton Oilers are 16 and 13. They're not they're not uh, really crushing it, but they're not they're not doing horrible either. We're going to have to see we're going to have to see how everything else shakes out. Yeah, and uh we're have, we're actually you know make, make, make it, we're in the actually in the uh talking phases right now with the belly up hockey uh hockey um room. Uh we're going to try to do we're going we're, we're tentatively scheduling a super duper live show or super show uh right before all-star break so oh wow uh, okay. keep it here for more news keep it uh, your eye on the twitter channel for belly up hockey which is i believe it's at belly up hockey and uh, uh also watch our accounts for belly up hockey as well so keep that in mind we'll have some have some talk about hockey have some fun give out some awards and uh just have some fun talking hockey for a couple, for about an hour and a half or so Oh, sounds good. Sounds All right. good. Fun time. All right. We're going to wrap things up here a little bit early. Again, I got to make an appearance with uh, Motor City Realists in a couple minutes. So top, hop over to the Billy Up Sports YouTube channel and uh, watch his handsome face live. Talk about the Jets and the Lions this week. <laughs> nice. And as always, on our social me- follow us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at NoCredsReq. Don't forget about our contest. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Take a picture that it's showing proof. Tag us on social media. You'll be entered in the contest for that $50 Invader gift card. We're at 150 subscribers right now for YouTube. We're trying to get to 200 by the end of the year. And uh, you can win some. Co- you can win yourself a nice, uh, nice prize uh, if you're in that contest. So tag us on social media. All the social medias are down here below. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at NoCredsREQ, Facebook.com forward slash no creds req youtube.com forward slash at no creds req if you're watching on facebook and on youtube smash that like button do it now or do the replay if you're watching on replay we appreciate you smashing that like button and hit the notification bell too yeah what the hell ring that bell ring that bell what the hell (laughs) (laughs) and for the audio listeners on the podcast side speakers are home based we also listen on apple Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio, anywhere anywhere excuse me anywhere oh my god i can't talk anywhere podcasts are found you can subscribe to north country is required and also if you could rate and review five stars is always the preferred rating and if you can review whether it be on apple podcast Podchaser, any podcast platform where you can review leave a review i might even read it on the air and wise has already said he's following on instagram appreciate that wise and Yep, that's about it for tonight's show. Dustin, anything else to add before we uh, get out of here? 
No, I don't think so. Uh, as always, it's been a pleasure doing this episode with you. I look forward to it. Uh, I look forward to the drawing for the for the uh, gift card on the 27th. Yep. Happy holidays to everybody out there. Whatever you celebrate, I hope it's a great and happy holidays. Get ready for some fun football over the next few weeks. And uh, Four weeks to go. Shout, give me a shout on Twitter or Instagram at LDusto67. Yeah, and I'm at uh, my is my Twitter and Instagram uh, pretty much universal for all social media platforms is at who is Ryan MCC. So give us a follow. We might we might make you laugh. We'll, we'll mostly make you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for watching. If you're watching on uh, live or on the replay, thanks for watching. No credentials required. If you're listening, thanks for listening to No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We are proudly presented by Billy Up Sports in association with. Godzilla Media in the Capital Region. For Dustin Henry, I'm Ryan McCarthy. Thanks again, and we'll talk to you again next week. Good night, everybody. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.